Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Please enter your access code followed by the Please wait. Please wait. Father, we bless your holy name today, God. And we thank you, God, for being the everlasting Father. We thank you, God, for blessing us again, O God, that we may see another day. Truly, you are good, and truly, you are worthy of our praise. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your keeping power on last night and throughout the past week. And, Father God, as we come, Lord God, to the throne of grace again, to hear your word, God, we ask, Father God, that you open up our spiritual ears that we may have understanding, God, to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. Father, that we may be able to walk in the pathway of righteousness and holiness, and that we may receive your divine favor in this season. So we thank you again, O God, for showing us, O God, grace and mercy, love and kindness, Thank you for covering us and protecting our families. Father, we pray right now, God, that you will keep your loving arms of protection around us today, O God, and keep us from all danger. Father, we pray for every city that is represented today on this broadcast. We pray, God, that you will meet the needs, God, of every person. Pray, God, if there be anything missing or anything lacking in the lives of the people that you will give unto them, O oh God, that they may be able, Lord God, to serve the Lord with gladness and come for your presence with thanksgiving. I'm asking you today to heal every troubled mind to restore every heart that has been broken. We ask today, O God, that you will heal those that are sick. Test those families, O God, that are going through disagreements and trials and tribulations. Father, we ask you today to use us. Use us for your glory. Use us so that somebody may be saved. I 
and today, God, ask that you draw us into those places, Father God, where the people are hungry and they need, Father God, to be saved. We ask you, Lord God, to give us, Father God, the wisdom, creative wisdom, to speak your word, God, in season and out of season. And this is all these questions we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We do pray, amen, 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 and praise God. Well, good morning, good morning to all of God's wonderful and blessed people. It is good, amen, praise God, to be in the presence of the Lord. It is, it is a blessing that you have come to the broadcast today to hear the holy word of God. Amen, glory to God. So we thank God for his favor that is over this broadcast, for the love and kindness that he continues to show us here at this ministry. And this we say thank you. My God, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah. Amen. I am truly grateful today. I want to give honor to the Most High God. I want to thank him for the opportunity that I am able to speak his word. Thank God for using me. My God, I thank God for waking me up this morning. I, you know what? Sometimes we just really take life for granted. Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Have you ever woke up and your mind was not clear? You didn't know where you were, you know? Can we be honest for a minute that sometimes we wake up, up we have a moment where we're looking around and we're not familiar with even where we are. And then all of a sudden, you begin to recognize your surroundings. Well, just think about people that never get their mind back. They do it all timers. Glory to God. They do it chronic mind conditions where their mind goes in and out. Not just in the living throughout the day. My God. They cannot figure out who people are, where they are. And they don't think they are. What God is speaking takes them Somebody know. It's not about your goodness that you are likely to be, but it's because of God's grace. He saw fit to wake you up this morning. Oh my God, Jesus. Glory be to God. We need to begin to think about the goodness of the Lord and all that He's done for us and be grateful and more thankful that we are still here for a purpose. Still here for purpose. And I believe that because of our lessons today that we're going to look at, God has heard prayers. And He has 
in the unjust age that have been done. And even the times when your mind was messed up because of your messed up situation. Just like the widow woman. Is hearing you, and God is going to answer you. My God. Let's read, let's read, let's read, because I, I have to be very quick today. And then the widow and the unjust. The thing before I read, but I need you to start thinking about the thing, because the widow is you, and the unjust judge. It's all the things that you had to go through that were unfair. The treatment that you had to go through. Hey, am I shut up? Glory to God. I'm sure me because I fall into the lane of a will. And I also fall into places where I have unjust treated in ministry, in relationships. In places that I did not get the proper rewards or the proper treatment, what I was supposed to get. So I know that I'm not open that to work personally in this place today, where you can possibly be a widow and you have lost your husband or a widower meaning a man that has lost his wife. And you can you can fall into the line of that has been left out of something purposely. People disowned you. Did not include you. Misrepresented you. My God, look over him, my Jesus. And so you kept going back, praying to God, Jesus. And so what you come back and still praying about a situation. But I come to let you know that you serve. A just God, not an unjust God. You might keep going to the boss saying, Look, I've been working hard, I've been raised. But the boss is unfair and unjust sometimes. They don't give us what we are worth. That's why I know it's time for this. I know it's time for you to be about the obvious business. And I, I'm not talking and bragging about myself, but I'm so glad that I started the business, the financial family business that I have. And my God, am I seeing the blessings of God. Where people where people have been mistreated because they're depending on a job and depending on man. I'm depending on God in the business and seeing the blessings. God don't hear me. Glory to God. So I thank God that He is just. When men tell you no, 
God says yes. So let's read. Let's read. If we don't do nothing but read this morning, we're going to have a Holy Ghost good time. And that because I believe this is a very personal lesson for a whole lot of people. So my kind of that's what I am right now. That's why I'm not being treated just, but God is saying, I am a just God. And the word God says, never seen the richest person. She's begging bread. I've never seen it. Oh, God, I can't hardly read you this morning. My God, let's go to Luke, the 18th chapter. I'm going to read these scriptures and just rest in my spirit this morning because I want to see somebody that your ask is about to be over. I heard you and I see what you had to do each of the time. You opened up your mouth and came to me. All I would do was double in your blessings. You were waiting. Hey, my God, who am I talking to right now? Glory be the God. So you better you better pat yourself on the back and say it has every word, every prayer that you have prayed has not been in vain. He says, show look. Let's read. Luke the eighteenth chapter. We're starting the broadcast now. Luke the eighteenth chapter. We're reading. And we're gonna read verses one through eight. Glory to God. Eight verses for the number eight that we are in of new beginnings. You see how strategic and symbolic this word is today. Luke 18, there's another eight. Eight verses. How many times does God have to tell you through this word that you start new beginnings? Your asking is over. You have asked and God has heard. You have witnessed the people that have denied you. Even in my business, people have told me no. Guess what? It doesn't stop God from blessing me. That every person that tells you no, I'm going to bless you anyway. And I have seen the blessing. Y'all ain't listening to me. I got to use myself as an example today as a widow. And when I stop, it's a business. Glory to God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Somebody, somebody needs to hear what I'm saying to you today. Let's read Luke 18, verses 1 through 8. Let's start verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to do what? Pray. And say, my God, say, here's the parable. There was a city, there was a city of judge, which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and came up to him saying, Avenge me of my adversaries. And he not for a while, but the Lord, he said within himself, Oh, I fear not God, nor regard me. 
Yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her. At least by her conditional coming, she wearied me. Oh, God. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his word, his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he hear long with them. The eighth verse. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Oh, Jesus, I hear you speaking. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. And the word of the Lord is already blind. May the Lord bless them. You're going to hear the words of that vacation of ourselves. My God, my spirit is on fire this morning. This morning we're going to turn off the widow and the unjust judge. Um, a T verse is going to be the 18th chapter and the 7th verse. You can't it's just simultaneously this morning, um, Luke 18, amen, 8 again, um, 8 verses, and then his his key target is on verse 7. We are also in a year 7 completeness. <laughs> Guys, the 8, the 8 verses that I'm speaking to you about is telling you that I'm doing a new thing, and then I'm going back and I'm keying in on verse 7, telling you that I'm going to complete something. He wants you to be absolutely sure when you leave this broadcast that I'm so generous. And every time you had to go to, go to somebody and they told you no, or they denied you, or they rejected you, amen, or they, they did not do what they knew that they could do. They wanted to see you suffer. They wanted to see you go through. They wanted to be hot. They wanted a life to be hot. They thought that what they were doing was going to stop you, was going to break you, was going to turn you and detour you from serving God. My God, in the name of Jesus, but God says, because I am your God and because I am a God of mercy and because I am a God of grace and because I am a God that can do anything that's fair, I shall favor and I shall fit to answer your prayers. My, my, glory to God. He said, because I will not be a liar in this season. What I have promised you, and what I have said, I'm going to do it. Oh, my Jesus. I thank God for his word. So the seventh verse says, And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. My God, I am telling you my, my favorite scripture in Jeremiah. That said, call upon the Lord, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not of. That's my favorite scripture. I believe in crying out to the Lord. I believe in getting in my secret place because the Bible teaches us that when you go in secret, do I have any people in here that have been in secret? That's some things that you have asked people to, to do some places you have been and they resisted and denied you and laughed at you and said they said boldly that they were not going to do it. But then you and God said go back again said God I already asked. But Doctor told me there's nothing he can do. God said go back again. 
So he had you to shut the doctor's office and let him doc know that he or she does not have the last day so how your health is going to be? My God, Jesus. They said you're gonna take medication all your life and you're off the medication or God has God has God has downsized the medication with what the, the number of pills that you were taking. You're not taking that many pills anymore. Am I talking to anybody this morning? The things that you thought that you were going to have to pay, you're not paying those things anymore. You had a bunch of bills, and now you have only a few, and then in the next few weeks, you're not going to have any. Am I prophesying to somebody today? Because this is the year of adjust. He says, adjust your walk by faith. You're walking by faith. My God, today, you have asked for the last time. And the last time, God has heard you. He heard you when you asked the very first time, but he wanted you to keep going back because, my God, he said, every time you go back, I'm giving them an opportunity to not just say yes to you, but to say yes to me. See, sometimes people have to keep seeing you walking in the faith before they change. People are not going to change their their answers or change their ways just because you come and show them one time that you saved or two times that you saved. They want to see. If you're going to come back asking in the same spirit that you gave the first time, kind, peaceful, loving, not yelling, not screaming, not cursing, not swearing. But but in the scripture, we read that um, she, she wearied him. You were wearing the enemy out. You were wearing out. Those that they can't stand to see you coming to the only thing that you are putting upon. I'm telling you, these people can't sleep at night because the Spirit of God is upon them. And I'm telling you, they are being tormented. Ah, glory to God. And the building that, Jesus, I'm talking to somebody. The building the house, the land, the money, the healing that you've been asking for. And you've been coming back to God, telling God about it. You might have been in faith of anybody, but you've been telling God. And God's been sending the power of that prayer upon every person that closed the door, upon every person that said no to you, my God. Listen, let me tell you something else. God might not do it through the individual or the places or through the situation that you are looking for God to do it through, but your persistence in going to God is going to open up right. It might not even be the person that told you no. But I guarantee you, they know don't mean no to God. It does not mean that just because they said no, that it can't be done. It does not mean just because you're not seeing it happen right now that it's enough. Your weight 
and your persistence has not been in vain. But it has been building your character to be strong in the Lord and wait upon the Lord and be of good courage. I ain't going to get through this lesson because I need to take time to prophesy to somebody's seat. Let's look here a little bit at what, what, what the Word of God is saying. We see here that there's a widow woman and an unjust judge. Mm-hmm. So in the time of Israel, widows were dependent upon their husbands for the well-being and the protection. And when the husbands died, the inheritance was given to the next male relative. It's usually starting with the firstborn son. If there were no immediate surviving male relatives, then the inheritance was given to the next male kin that was um, underneath the firstborn son. Amen. So, um, when there was a widow, it it put the widow in a position to be neglected and abused from society because the husband was not there. Thank God. Now I can look at this two ways. I can look at it naturally first and then spiritual. Naturally women and men that have lost their spouses, they don't have the double that they used to have, the income of two people. They don't have the help of two people. Uh, You know, they are now dependent upon just one themselves in the home. Um, and single people can probably um, understand and identify with this too because they walk alone. Uh, so you're walking by yourself and you now have to depend on other people sometimes. Am I talking true? And as a widow, I can personally say that people are not going to be there for you all the time. People are not even going to call to check on you. People are not going to even be concerned about how you're doing after the funeral. Not too many people are going to keep checking and calling and coming by and bringing food and sending donations. That all stops after a while. And then you are in a place where you are going trying to get some type of assistance or working two jobs or working harder on the job that you are on. If you don't have a job, you're sitting there depending on some kind of aid to come through. And I believe, my God, that this is the year. When I told you to get your sweet notice, I got mine right there because the business that I have right now is showing me that it won't be long before you get two weeks notice. I, I ain't going to get no help on this broadcast. This is the year where God is putting things in your pathway, he's heard your cries as widows. He said, you ain't going to have to call no more in this area. My Jesus. 
So listen, I got 10 more minutes here. Amen. So um, that's natural. That's spiritual. We are here to work similar. Sometimes we, we uh, walk alone because of our anointing. Uh, people tend to try to heal our destinies, and so we find ourselves in places of dryness and places of spiritual brokenness and spiritual rejection and church hurt and, and all kind of hurt, family hurt, amen, praise God, because people have, have, have uh, disowned us, and they have come to try to take us out of our divine plan, and sometimes we feel left alone and we feel like we are walking uh, without because uh, it seems like even our, our plans and our visions are not not working right, but this—I mean, this is a year of completeness. This is a, this is the month of new of of, of God to complete, and this is a year of new things. Amen. Praise God. So, what didn't work last month, last year, and uh, two days ago, it's over. God says, "I heard you. I heard you crying and praying, and and as a widow, even in the natural and even in the spirit, widow means you have less than what you have." So whatever left you have, it's only of the past because this is, it is my, my Jesus, this is the year of the just. Where everything that has been unjust shall become just. My God. And so, oh, this word, amen, praise God. So it, it leaves a widow in a place where they don't have much to work with. Some of you are working with very little in the natural and in the spirit. I mean, sometimes we don't understand that what we have is more than enough because we, we, we size things up based on our natural understanding. But here God is saying to you that what you have and what you've been crying for, what you thought you didn't have, I'm going to show you within your own house, within your own self, that I'm going to answer, I'm going to show you how that you have been praying and asking for something that has already been there. My God, Jesus. So the background of the lesson is in, in the Old Testament, um, God has instructed Israel to care for the widows. Yeah, the church is supposed to care for the widows. And that's why, you know, we don't see the church blessed like it is because they neglect the widows, the, the, the orphans, and the homeless. Um, those that are in jail and prison, the less fortunate. If you don't care for those things, then you, you, you're not seeing the blessings of the Lord because that's what Jesus was all about. He came for those that were lost, you know, for the unsaved. He came for those. You know what? People will look at widows nowadays and say, you better make it just like I am. But see, I'm telling you, it's, it, it's in when you follow the word of God and bless who God say bless. You're going, to be, you're going to become a blessing. My God, my Jesus. And so, uh, yeah, so he commanded um, Israel to care for the widows and the orphans and the foreigners in the land. Jesus. And he, he promised judgment against those who would break his commandments. Look at this. People don't see sometimes they think, God bless me, bless me. And, and all, all you have to do sometimes is bless, bless those that he's telling you to bless. And then you have more. You have more. 
But because Israel has, you know, they, they did their own thing like we do our own thing. We we look at people like, you know what, I'm trying to make it just like you. But the reason why you're trying to make it because you ain't black and you got to be black. But anyway, um, this this lesson here, Jesus um, is trying to get them to see, amen, praise God, that um, he is God and he wants a treatment. He wants fair treatment. So here we go. Um, the will, the widow that we're going to start talking about here in verses one through three. Um, he's talking. He's telling them again a parable. A parable is a natural story that God is trying to give them a spiritual understanding of. Amen. So he has to talk to them in the natural because they're not they're not there yet, but they can understand spiritual things. So sometimes you got to talk to people naturally for them to understand what God is doing in the spirit. And so um, he tells them a parable because he wants to instruct them to be persistent in prayer. He's talking to them about how to be persistent in prayer. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so he says there's a widow who constantly seeks justice from a judge um, against an unspecific enemy. There's an enemy that's coming against her, and so the judge can help her, but he won't. You know there's some people that can you, but they some people like to see you suffer. But this is the year that your suffering is over. I'm telling you, my God, I see on this line right now. Let me prophesy to ten people. Ten people on this broadcast right now. And even if it's not ten, if it's ten that's gonna come back and listen to the playback or whoever. Ten people you're gonna go out and tell. My God. If you are on this broadcast today, listen. My God, in the name of Jesus, I'm telling you that being persistent in prayer is going to get you into prosperity and good health. My, 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 Jesus. So so Jesus introduces a widow, and um, he says she has an enemy, and the judge can help, but he won't. There's some people, there's some enemies of this that are getting ready to become your footstool because they would not help you. They became jealous. They became envious. They wanted to see you suffer. When when people try to come against you, God, some people they want to bless you. Keep praying, keep praying, and see what God do. Amen. Praise God. So, um, the widow is persistent. He wanted the disciples to see this is how you got to be. You got to be persistent. You can't just pray and say, "Oh, forget it. It ain't work." You know, you know. And so, prayer here, right here, uh, a lot of people saying. So I need to keep going by asking God. No, that prayer is more than asking God. That's when sometimes instead of you going back asking, you need to start living what you have asked. Become prayer. Go over to God. So a lot of times people think they need to wear God. I need to God. You need to hear me. So persistent means that you keep living the way that you're supposed to be living. And when you're going back to God, you are still showing God that you need help in this area by worshiping him, and, and that, that's all he needs sometimes. Amen. Glory to God. I keep on telling God about it, and he ain't doing nothing. Then start living. Start living what your prayer is saying. You know what? What you're asking God for is to start being that to somebody else. Start helping somebody else. If you need help, start helping somebody else and see why God sends you help. See, prayer is kind of strange, and prayer is like a puzzle. 
When people see certain things in the Bible, they take it literally. They take it naturally. It says be persistent. It says keep going back. It's not what it means. So anyway, I don't have a lot of time to break this word down. But we talk a lot about prayer. And that's why people don't get their prayers answered because they see it. They see it one-sided. They see it just what the word says. Uh, these words have been changed. So here the widow is persistent, and um, this is what God wants the disciples to be, persistent in their walk, persistent in their prayer life in general. Just be persistent in having a prayer life. It don't mean you got to say the same thing and do the same thing when you come before God. But just the fact that you are coming before God, showing that you need God, asking God for whatever you're asking him for, he's hearing you. He, he, if every time you go to God and, and worship God and seek God and then come back and get up off your knees and start living for God in the prayer life that you're supposed to have. Prayer, the most, how you're going to get your prayers answered is, is going to be the way that you live prayer, not the way that you go and act. Praise. Amen. Praise God. So undoubt this woman, she kept going back because she wanted to show that her God, this man needed to see her in the lifestyle, remember? He was looking at, he wasn't listening so much to her words, but he saw her being persistent and trusting her God. She was showing him every time he went back that he was a liar and her, her God was just. I'm coming back. I'm going to live. You're going to see my light. You're going to see me. Your enemies are upset because they keep seeking you living the way that you live, and they can't understand by the things that they are doing, and they keep saying no and keep tearing down everything that you do. And every time you go back to God and pray, you still got to worship. Hey, my God, in the name of Jesus, they know it and they see it. My God, Jesus, so. So, yes, that's, that's what verses 1 and 3 are talking about, the persistent widow. She's persistent in going back. She's persistent in living and, 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 and doing the right thing. Persistent means you're doing the right thing. Glory to God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Uh, 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 this one was doing the right thing. So, um, the judge... This judge feared not God. You know that's for people that don't fear God. But you know what? We have not been showing them consistent in our prayer. When you finish praying persistently, oh, they don't fear. Because, see, the power and the anointing of God that is on you every time you, every time you, Keep living right and be persistent in your prayer life. You don't even have to keep praying about the same thing that you're praying for. You don't have to keep going back saying, God, I need you to bless my son, bless my son, bless my daughter, bless my daughter. God, I told you I need a job, God. I need you to help my husband, God. And so God says, I heard you the first time. Now I want you to start living this way before your husband. I want you to start doing this before your wife. That's prayer. That's persistent prayer. Now what you've asked for needs to become a lifestyle. You're going to be persistent in it. They're they not hearing you pray, but they can see your walk. So this is what he's telling the disciples. You're going to have to pray about the same thing, but you're going to have to be persistent 
and being who you say you are. My God, you're going to have to keep coming back to God on behalf of the people, on behalf of the nation. You're going to have to keep praying for this and saying and doing this, going there. My God, it's my time is up. I got to, I got to get off the broadcast. Amen. Praise God. But the unjust God, uh, judge. Amen. Glory to God. She was persistent. He didn't want to repent. He didn't, he didn't want to fear God. But I'm telling you, it's coming to an end. All of those that say that they're not, God is changing. Your story is getting ready to turn. God's justice. That's what I'm going to get to. Jesus told his disciples that he's the word of the un, unjust judge. Amen. God granted the widow's request. And God's going to grant your request because you're going to stay persistent in your prayer life. That means you're going to stay consistent in what you were praying about and who you are. And you're going to see the reward of the just. Let us pray. Father, honor and thank you today for this word, God. I thank you for being a just God, and I thank you for hearing us, God, as we pray. In the name of Jesus, we do pray, God, and we give you praise, glory, and honor. Thank you so much for joining us. I apologize for rushing off the broadcast, but I do have to meet a client this morning for my business. And, my God, I tell you what God is doing in this business, my God. I still have positions open for those of you that are interested in the business. Thank you for joining us here to, uh, on our uh, Bible study for today. I'm Sylvia Staples. This has been our 8 a.m. Bible study. Join us in the morning, in the morning at 6 a.m. Amen. If you decide to call us, our prayer line is now open. We have someone that is going to answer to your call and answer your prayer question. We're going to be back and put you in all of this that you need when you call the prayer line, 773-609-2071. Amen. Praise God. And go to our website, sylviastaplesministries.com, messageofchrist.net. Um, you will see our weekly schedule. You will be able to follow our monthly events. We still have monthly events. Go to the website. Amen. Praise God. Our, our monthly fellowship times, they're there. Amen. Call us if you need any, any instructions or directions. Amen. Praise God. And we ask you to please still sow into the ministry. Sow into the ministry. This is good ground. If you desire to, to join the business that I have, contact me, 773-609-2071. We would love to have you be a part of this business. I'm being blessed by it. Amen. Praise God. Thank God that the just shall live by faith in this season. Amen. We love you. Here's the message of Christ Church. If you've been blessed today, so a see into the ministry. Text us to let us know that you've enjoyed the word of God today. Amen. Praise God. Invite somebody to the broadcast, and I look forward to talking to you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Your praise reports and testimonies. If you desire to email us, message Christ at yahoo.com. God bless you. We love you. Be blessed today. Stay safe today. Amen. Praise God. We love you. We love you. We love you. Amen. Praise God. And listen, our broadcast is now over, but everybody have a blessed and what? Wonderful Amen. Exciting and glorious day. God bless you. Be blessed. God bless you all and goodbye. Goodbye.
Tablet off and it'll go away. Mm-hmm. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.